0: international success coach and noted author constance arnold delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews think believe and manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of and now here's constance
1: arnold well hello powerful creator and welcome to the think believe and manifest talk show on the Law of Attraction Radio Network, and of course, I am your grateful host, Constance Arnold, and I am coming to you with just a little bit of Southern flavor. I know you guys like that from a beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. So grateful, so thankful, so appreciative that you were led to the show today. And I believe because you are led by spirit who knows you and knows all things that you're going to receive exactly what you're searching for today, what you've been thinking about, what you've been pondering, and the solutions will be downloaded to you. Well, it's a beautiful spring day in the ATL, uh, beautiful spring blossoms every morning when I'm taking my morning walk, and, and I just love it. Well, I have a great show for you today. You know something, I have great shows every week. You know, the Spirit told me, every week, Constance, I want you to go, go in and, and, and leave it all on the table. I think that's how they say it in sports or, or give first class five star treatment and just in a spirit of excellence, just give people your very best. And today is no exception. My very special guest is Lisa Winston and she's going to be talking to you about, uh, how to find your soul's purpose or are you ready to live in joy? authenticity, peace, <laughs> happiness, while being created, creative and purposeful. Well, you better stay tuned. I tell you, it's going to be really good. You know, so interesting. She went from a chronic, uh, a debilitating, Lyme, chronic Lyme disease and is now living her best life. So we're going to learn how you can do the same. know God is no respecter of person also this Thursday April the 27th put it on your calendars I'm going to be having a live call in show. It's a great opportunity to call in and ask me your specific questions. If you feel like you're stuck, that you're struggling, that you need the answer to a, a specific area. You know, I told a client this week and she just realized this. She said, Well, you know, I've been listening to your show for years. And I told her, Listening to my show is great. Keep listening. And really, you know what they say. When you listen to a show, you need to listen to it again and again and again. Because after 48 hours, you forget 80% of what you heard. That's a whole nother show. That's why when I listen to a show, I listen. I listen again. I take notes. I write it down. And then I go and meditate on my notes. But just that alone is not enough, and I'm coaching her in business, and she's just shocked at what she's learning. And so um, it had just come to me. I was out, out at lunch with a friend, and she said, Constance, you should really talk more about your business accomplishments because I went from bankruptcy to earning six figures for the last 25 years. How did I do that? Who did I have to become? What changes did I need to make in my thinking? I always say, you are your business, your thinking, your beliefs, your perceptions, uh, how you view yourself. How do I have to change my thinking around prices? How did I shift and change with the trends? Etc. And so, I, I was having lunch with a couple of friends, and they said to me, "You're really a master in business because you have taught all of us." And I'm like, "Okay." So if you're listening to this, and if you're in business and you're struggling, man, have I been there? Oh my god! Uh, and and you're not making any money. In the beginning, man, have I been there because it's a whole new game with social media and you're looking for a master. <clears throat> I currently coach. Let's see. One, two, three. I currently coach five CEOs who are multimillionaires. Why would they come to me? Because I understand business. So if you're ready to. Take your business to the next level to under if you're ready to understand about pricing. Uh, about the relationship between the value that you have for yourself and pricing, if you want to understand how your paradigm and your beliefs about who you are because you are your business, impacts your business, if you're ready to learn about the shifts and how to tap into the current trends, then I would love to do a discovery call with you. And like my client said, she struggled alone in her household trying to make six figures and I ain't gonna say it ain't gonna work but boy if you have a coach it's a lot easier so let's do a discovery call Constance at com, and let's talk about your business and what you want to happen. Anything else? Uh, I think that is it. Uh, just a reminder Thursday, April the 27th at 8 p.m. I'm doing my a live call in show where you can ask me anything. The Zoom link will be on my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I'm going to pl- uh, place it on all of my social media platforms. And don't be shy. Come on in and and ask me anything about the law of attraction or any area of your life. I think that is it. So we're getting ready for uh, um, Lisa Winston. And boy, cannot wait to hear her story. How many of y'all ready to live in joy? In peace, you know, peace is a new success. What about in your own creativity? Uh, you know, I am living that life, and every day I am radically grateful. So let's take a deep breath in, everybody. <sighs> Let it out. Getting ready to receive one more time. Deep breath in. Let it out. Let's go to these quick commercials and then we're going to be right back to receive what God has for us. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a
0: life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams.
1: at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Hey well, everybody, I'm back and we got a baller in the house today. You better put your seat seatbelt on. You better get ready because today we're going to be talking about how can you find, walk in and live in your soul's purpose uh, let me just uh, read about this powerful woman. Lisa Winston uh, is an intuitive artist and CEO of Lisa Winston Fine Art. She is a professional vocalist for forty plus years. Y'all, she looks forty if you want, if you're looking at the video. She's a TV she TV show co-host, speaker, two-time number one international best-selling author. And mom, yay. And her mission is to elevate people's sacred spaces through colorful, intentional, high-energy art. Through um, sharing this wonderful gift, she creates joyful acrylic abstracts infused with high frequencies and messages doesn't that sound interesting? Uh, She has uh, really reached out to the world and I believe that she is walking and living in her soul's purpose and she's going to teach us how we can do that and tap into that. So Lisa Winston, welcome back to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. I am so happy to be with you again and so much has changed since last time we
0: talked. So thank you for having me back on.
1: So this is a bad sister, everybody, and um, I've been following her online and seeing just this transformational journey. So Lisa, we're going to get right into it. How are you doing? I am. I'm great. And I'm great.
0: I'm, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be finally in alignment with what I'm here to do, which took, like I told you earlier, it took me a long time to get to it. It feels really good.
1: So, we're going to be teaching people how they can tap into that alignment. So, I know the last time you were here, you shared how you were caring for your dying mom and then you were diagnosed with chronic uh, neuro Lyme disease and uh, just explain to listeners what was that like for you and how in the world can you could be living your best life on purpose right now so how did you walk through that and what are some principles that you can share
0: Oh my goodness. Has it been that long? That's crazy. Um, my mom passed in May, May 1st of 20, uh, 2018
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I had been taking care of her for about six months. And I was grateful and blessed because as you know, I, I tell people that I walk, you know, it, with my inner guidance, I actually follow the synchronicities that are presented before me, even when I don't know where they're going or they're mm-hmm, taking me mm-hmm. And that's how I live my life. That's how I've stayed on track. Now, a lot of times when you do that, it makes no sense. And sometimes it feels like you're gonna be walking forever. And you're never really getting to where you think you're supposed to be. But I did, I went through that experience with my mother, there are no do overs when your parents are dying. Mm -hmm. And so grateful to spend the time with her. I was also writing my book, your turning point at that time. And uh, started my show, the mindset reset show. And there was just a lot of things happening. And then uh, anyway, after that happened and I moved to Texas in 2019, I collapsed from neural Lyme disease, almost died. I'm still uh, battling that years later, but I'm much wow. better than I was. That's the good news. It, and the last couple of years have been difficult for everybody, right? With COVID and and for me with various things on top of being uh, chronically ill. But again, I never lost my faith. I've, wow. I, and I've always been asking God along the way what is it I'm supposed to do? Because I had been coaching for a lot of years after I left my singing career and um, I wasn't really feeling it anymore. And I've been an artist my entire life. So I really believe that for me, faith is everything. And I hope that if you don't have faith that you who are listening can find it or start seeking that, that inner guidance, that love, that support that's always with you. Because for me, without that, I would not be where I am. I would not have learned and grown from all the experiences that I've had. So
1: So true. And and so it looks like that you had to receive that inner guidance and then walk in uncertainty, (laughs) not knowing how or what or when or how. But if the spirit said go left, that's what you did. Trusting, obviously. So hearing and trust sounds like it's big.
0: Yeah, it is big. It's really big. Um, Because so often, we don't trust what we're getting. And again, we don't understand, but we don't see the bigger picture. That's the thing. And so often, you know, we think we're supposed to get to wherever it is we think we're supposed to be immediately. But there are things we have to learn, we have to grow, we have to become someone else to hold whatever's next for us. And so I really believe that those challenges that I always talk about that are life is happening for us, not to Mm -hmm. us, are really here to make us stronger, make us wiser, make us more, I don't know, for me, more devoted to my inner guidance, to my faith, because it, you know, it has never let me down. And so, um, yeah, anybody who goes through anything, um, life is hard sometimes, but that's, there's also joy in that and there's wisdom and growth in that as well.
1: So you walked away or you lost your passion for singing. And that is so interesting. So for someone who has been doing something maybe for 20 years, and you know in your heart, man, I don't want to do this anymore. This just does not feel me. How did you walk away from or move away from what you had done for 40 plus years? How do you do that? What was that like? Unpack that for me.
0: I love that question. Nobody's
1: ever asked me that before.
0: Well, for me, it wasn't really that I had lost my passion, although music was hard and, you know, mm-hmm. and I've been a band leader and I've been singing a long time. And, it, you know, I, I was getting burned out because it was hard to schlep gear and work, you know, 10 mm-hmm. hours a day and you don't make a lot of money. But what happened for me was even more profound. That's when another one of those turning points came. You know, I lost my house to wildfire in 2007 and then was mm-hmm. diagnosed with breast cancer after that. And so at that moment, I had lost all my musical equipment, all my, all my songs, all my client form, everything, my whole house burned down and everything that I had done for the last 40 years with my singing and everything else was gone. So it was a very clear, and and I have to tell your audience this, that before, about a year before it happened, I kept saying I was burnt out on singing, Mm. burnt
1: out, and Mm -hmm. then my
0: house and everything burned. Mm. And so- you know, sometimes you can just lose your passion. Absolutely. But for me, it was a very clear cut. It's time to stop this and do something else.
1: And so then you went from that to coaching,
0: right? Yeah. And I thought that was my sole purpose. And I think at the time it was, but there was so much that I, that I had to learn. Um, I was just becoming more conscious. I was very unconscious before that. And I was really um, exploring my spirituality And so I Mm was, again, following those steps. And I went where I believed I was supposed to be at the time. And that was hard too. And I I was learning and building a business and becoming more visible and all that stuff really triggered me because a lot of us are afraid to show up, you know, big in the world and show our faces. So a lot of authenticity lessons came up for me and I really grew over those last, oh gosh, seven or eight years. um, and, And until this last portion, you know, hit me and. I went in a whole completely different direction.
1: So so you talk about turning points. What would you say to somebody who right now might be feeling, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I know I'm not supposed to be here, but the uncertainty and the fear uh, sometimes just paralyzes people. How do you, How did you move through the fear and, and just keep going forward anyway?
0: Well, I think for me, I was so unhappy that I was ready uh-huh. for something new. So I think when you feel unhappiness, you're not aligned with, you know, and again, it doesn't mean because sometimes we land someplace and it's not where we're supposed to be forever. It's just for a, a short time. And so, um, you know, it's kind of like when people go to New York and they want to be actors, but they have to get waitress gigs for a couple mm-hmm. of years they find the role. So again, it's it's keeping the vision, holding the vision. And if you don't know what the vision is, it's okay. But knowing that you're done with that chapter, or you're moving towards something else, listening again, learning to listen to that inner voice, you know, it really does guide you. And it's something that you have to learn to tune into. And that's a practice. Um, And then, again, keeping the faith, you know, in my current book that just released with my creative tribe, My chapter is all about future gratitude. And you can do that for everything, not just creativity. So if there's something that you want, and you don't even know if it's what you're supposed to be doing, if you want something, future gratitude is being thankful and grateful for something like it's already happened. And it's not just visualization. It's what I do is I literally speak it. Like, let's say I want want an art studio, floor to ceiling windows overlooking the ocean, and so instead of talking about it, I would really like that I, I get into it and I go, "Oh my God, I am so grateful and blessed. And I cannot believe that I have this spectacular studio where I do workshops and I paint my paintings and you know there's light shining in everywhere, and I can hear the ocean and I can see the ocean. This is what you do. You literally put yourself in the moment like it's already happened and then you give thanks for it. And as I'm speaking it constantly, yeah, you can feel your vibrations lifting and getting those vibes to raise when you're in a very down place. It's hard sometimes, but if you practice it, you will not believe how you feel, how good you feel, but also how it starts to move you in the right direction.
1: Well, you know, I love what Dr. Joe Dispenza said. He said, bring your, f- bring your future with elevated emotions. And when you are grateful for maybe what has not shown up on the 3D plane of your life, is such a powerful force. Your signal to the universe is, I already have this beautiful studio. And it begins to bring it to you. That's a powerful point. So what you're saying is in spite of what folk might be seeing in the outpicturing of their current life and circumstances, future gratitude, that's a powerful principle.
0: Oh, it really is. <laughs> and you can manifest things and, and even just raise your vibes enough because when you, raise your vibrations, then you're going to start aligning with things that are elevated, that are higher, that are meant for you. Because when you're down here, you can't align to anything good. <laughs> you feel terrible, nothing's happening, you're stuck. And this even bypasses, I think, beliefs. It's Absolutely.
1: So
0: Don't you, you feel that? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, it, it's so powerful. And you're not using your mind to think it, you're literally speaking and feeling it. So you're in that feeling Place And so it's really bypassing any beliefs you have about, ah, that's not going to happen. It's not possible. You're in it and it's already possible. And and once you're in it, everything's possible. So it's, it's amazing. So
1: you're, you're in the vibration of the thing before it even shows up. So, so did you practice this every day, Lisa? Do you still do it? Oh yeah.
0: Great question. I started out like Dr. Joe. He has the, the process he calls feel it real. That's from mm-hmm. now. And so I started there.
1: And hey, we, look, we love Dr. Joe, but maybe I not as much Dr. as you Joe.
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that vibration every day. It really helps me. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, feeling it real is amazing because it's really the same thing. But a lot of times, again, when we feel something real, Again, we'll speak about it. We'll be like, well, I really, you know, I'm excited. I want, but you're thinking it. You're thinking through it. You're not feeling it. You're not mm. in it. So feel it real is really future gratitude, you know, with more gratitude and blessings and, and gratefulness and all that in, involved. But again, it's, it's and you can journal too, but for me, journaling isn't as powerful as actually speaking, yeah. being in the, power, the energy of it. So again, most people's, um, I would say mistake with this is- you know, being very um wishy-washy, like some people would be like, "Oh yeah, I really could see myself having art studio. Yeah, I really like that, and it maybe it'll have stuff." But again, they're not in it, mm-hmm. so it's like you remember from The Secret or some of the other. It's like when you're, you remember the guy who was sitting in a, a chair, you know, with his hair blowing back.
1: I remember that, and he was driving. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, he was in it, so he was so in it, he was feeling it, and he, you know, so that's. And it does take practice. Like when you first do it, it, it's like this, you know, this isn't happening for me. But the more you do it, the more you commit to doing it. And you can even start journaling first. Get an idea of where you want to go, what you want to have, what you want to do, and then start playing with it and just trust it, you know, allow it. Nobody's sitting with you when you're doing it. So get crazy and wild with it and be in the moment. So I would say um, it does take practice because usually our minds get in the way and our minds trying to tell us what to say or think and that kind of you know negates what you're trying to do
1: so while you were on your journey how did you were you forgiving of yourself and compassionate that you had quote unquote not arrived where you knew, you started off as a vocalist and that and then you went to so so talk about that that role of not judging yourself being compassionate loving and forgiving yourself as you're moving forward.
0: You ask
1: such great questions. I Think, honestly, Okay, it's it's intentional.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure it is. No, you know, I I wasn't always compassionate, and loving with myself, you know, mm-hmm. I felt like I had been doing it for so I'm 64 now. And I just really got to my art full time at 62. And so I would say around 59, I was starting to move in the right direction. Finally, after doing a lot of personal development work, leadership, you know, training. Mm-hmm, things, mm-hmm. like that. But yes, I got frustrated, because sometimes I didn't see where things were going, or things would just sit there for a while, you know, oh, yeah. And, Anything happening? You know, I don't know what else to do, and so I, I also coached with somebody, and she started talking to me about being kind to ourselves.
1: Mm. Like,
0: we talk about kindness to others, but we're, we're literally not kind to us. So when something happens, I loved what you talk about having compassion and loving kindness for ourselves mm-hmm. is so important. Um, so just learning to be like, it's okay. I'm. It's not. I turned that off. Sorry. Okay. You know it's okay where I am right now. It's okay to be human. It's okay to feel this, but it it will pass. And I will, you know, the door will open. I'll get clear soon. So again, it's like not, I, I would say we can't ask people to not beat themselves up sometimes because it just happens. You know, we're really good at being our, you know, the inner critic takes over our best. Uh, we are our worst in critics actually. But um, trying to be kind to yourself when it happens.
1: So true
0: beat yourself up. Don't judge yourself. Just say it's okay and move forward.
1: And and you know, so many people are unhappy and sad and kind of robotical. And, And so you said that you realized that you were unhappy and we know love, joy, gratitude, peace. Those are the highest vibrations. So would you say that it was your unhappiness or your knowing God has something bigger for me. Is that what moved you and propelled you to those higher levels of joy, love, gratitude, etc.? Yeah, I love that
0: question. The thing is, is that I was terribly unhappy for a really long time, but I mm. never gave up searching. Like I knew in my heart, wow, feel that I was here for. I always said greater things, whatever that is. I mean, you can be a teacher, and you can just be a mom, and that can be your great thing, but. It always drove me. It's like I'd get frustrated. I'd hit rock bottom. I'd pick myself back up again. Like I said, I re- when I started also getting more into my, I guess because I was on my knees so often saying, God, what do I do? <laughs> asking for help. I really started to develop my spirituality. I started doing Qigong, you know, hours a day, which really connected me to, it physically helped me, but it also connected me to spirit. But I spent a lot of, like, I'm a seeker. I'm, I am 100% all the time a seeker no matter what's happening. And if I'm unhappy, I want to get to a place where I feel better. And you also have to take action. So what would start to happen when I started reading books, like Eckhart Tolle, like I just really started to get into spirituality, I would spend time in stillness.
1: And then in a while,
0: if you're intuitive and you are, but I'm talking about your audience, if you've ever had a download, I would start getting these downloads, like this information that would come out of the blue and it was like a, a lightning bolt that hit me and and I didn't even really know what it was sometimes I just got a sense that something was different or a, a decision you know that I had to make was easier it was a download I was aligned and so that literally is what started propelling me forward unhappiness getting on my knees you know starting to find out who I was from an inner space following my inner guidance it was this this process and then taking action you know if you're if you're unhappy, I didn't know if I was supposed to be a coach, but I thought I was. That was mm-hmm. that I got. I got some synchronistic hits. And so I took those steps and it was hard, but it did it anyway, because it was moving me somewhere.
1: <laughs> oh, I <laughs> but, love that. You know, if you're stuck,
0: you're not moving at all and you can't get where you want to go if you stay stuck in one place.
1: So do you believe that you attracted Dr. Jill Vitali because you were in the higher vibrations of love, joy, and gratitude. I do. And because I had done, I had just kept doing the inner work and I had had such. I love that about you.
0: Oh, (laughs) thank you. I mean, Joe does it too. But I think the biggest thing also is that in 2017, I was doing a lot of summits and, and interviewing a lot of people. So I was in a lot of amazing energy and I also let go of the idea that I needed to have a relationship because I had left so many bad relationships and I was kind of over it, you know, so you can have a list of the things that you'd like to attract in somebody. Mm -hmm. But there's also a point that when you're so focused on it, it can't come to you. It's like when people try to get pregnant, they can't get pregnant, they adopt a child, and then they get pregnant. You're you have to, you have to let go at some point, and so I went on doing all my trainings, my leadership and all that, working on me, having fun with my friends. I was in a, a higher vibration. And I wasn't thinking about men at all or attracting a soulmate. Or I was done. I was ready to be an old maid. <laughs> huh? And that's when, you oh, know. That's so, so
1: funny. <laughs> it
0: took me a while, you know. I mean, Joe and I, when I interviewed him, I think it was April of 2017. We never even spoke. It was like a year, almost a year. So we were in each other's energy and we knew something had hit us. We didn't know what it was. We followed each other on Facebook. And then, you know, from there, it was a while, but we went on and lived our lives. And then, you know, down the road, synchronistic things started happening. So I think um, I think it's a lot of things. I think it's, again, practicing your spirituality, making bold moves, taking action. And then if you're not in a relationship you know, get clear on what the kind, what kind of relationship you would like to have. Of course, when you have bad ones, it gives you contrast, right? So, you know, what you don't
1: want. (laughs) Exactly. And so you were really in a space of abundance. I have an abundant life. I have friends, I have purpose, I'm doing summits. And so you you were living in a place of abundance. And, and I love that you keep bringing up action, because you, you have to do more for then just sit around and meditate and, and oh. all of the above. God will always download what you need. Yes,
0: absolutely.
1: I'll just use me for an example. I had some dental work done. And then um, the guy said, I'm going to be gone for uh, two months. And then I said, man, I got to find another dentist. And I was at my kitchen table. And the spirit just said to me, Carol. So in my subdivision, I have a lady named Carol who has been a dental hygienist for 30 years. So I I mean, I never would have thought of that. And I'm just sharing with listeners how it's just an voice. So I called her and I said, girlfriend, I want the best dentist that you know. She said, oh, yes. She texted to me and I've already made my appointment. But, but but the story behind that is for anyone who's watching or listening, God is always speaking. I mean, I'm just thinking, how am I going to find, am I going to go to Yelp? Am I going to go to, how am I going to find it? And her name just dropped down. So I just want to encourage you that God doesn't love uh, Lisa and myself any more than you, but it's, being open and receptive to hearing what the spirit is saying to you
0: yeah I lo- oh my god I love that so much it's like having you know the uh, global phone book you know at your disposal and it just kind of drops in and you have no idea where to even start I love that so much I really do and yeah I mean I think we need to all of us we need to let go of control, Ooh, mm-hmm, trying mm-hmm. to control everything right and And I'm a control freak, you know, so I've had to have a lot of (laughs) lessons because I'm also thick in the head and it's like, I don't get it. And then, you know, Uh God says, okay, we'll give you another lesson. And that's what happens. But really letting go of control and and believing that anything is possible. I know that's so hard, but when you start looking
1: at
0: quantum physics and everything else, we're energy. I mean, every possibility exists until we get in the way. Until we make it not possible because we're closed off and we, you know, we don't believe it. Um, you, you should just everybody out there listening should just play with that idea. You know, take something you think is not possible and start. I mean, it will blow your mind when you just open up to possibilities, and then you'll start seeing things come in that you never could have imagined. But that's part of the you know future gratitude. Also, staying. I high,
1: love that
0: high vibrations how that's why i'm i'm creative that's why i create anything that gets you out of your mind <laughs> and into your high vibes that's what you want to do
1: and so just personally so would you just sit down in your studio and just say you know i could paint this or i could go here or maybe uh, somebody famous from Hollywood would buy my painting. Is that what you mean by delving into those unlimited possibilities in that quantum world that we know are just waiting for us to observe, focus in on, or look at?
0: Yes, I did a lot of that. And usually I go in my studio. Sometimes, sometimes I have ideas and other times I just look at a blank canvas and I'm like, all right, here we go. No idea where it's going, but you know, I have to share something with your listeners. Okay, go also, ahead. What started happening is when I started just trusting the process, which also was a process, right? I started getting clients, collectors, people who wanted to buy my my paintings. And several times I've had people buy my paintings who literally said, you're not going to believe this, but I downloaded that. I, I wrote, you know, or I drew a download. I had a month before we even created that painting. They'd show it to me and it was identical to what I had painted. So literally people are calling in things that we don't even know about before we do it. And we're literally just the conduit somehow getting on their wavelength, you know, bringing it through, then they find us. So that's in and of itself a miracle. That's not marketing. That's not advertising. That's not promotion. That's
1: not staying
0: in spirit, trusting, just bringing stuff through, like, Joe even looked at one the other day and I was like, I don't know that one, that one looks a little weird to me. He's like, Nope, it's perfect. Leave it. There's somebody who who is going to, you know, want that one. Some, it, I believe that some, every piece I create is for somebody. I just create it before they find me.
1: <laughs> well, I love that. And, and so I'm going to read this. So you elevate people's sacred spaces through colorful, intentional, high-energy art. I had never heard that before. So your work is infused with high frequencies and messages. Wow. And so you start painting. Did you start painting earlier and then just gave it up for a while? Share that journey with listeners. And what in the world and how do you infuse frequencies and messages with your creative painting?
0: I love those questions. I've been an artist my whole life. As a child, I you know, was always drawing, always painting, always doing things because it was very emotional for me. For some reason, I'd draw families that were in cars. You know, it was raining and they had, like I, I had drew all the stuff around comfort. And, you know, I was always singing too. I was always creating, you know, remember the old cassette tapes I'd create mm-hmm, mm-hmm. myself. And do, so I was a very creative child and always, always doing things. And then in junior high and high school, I would win awards. I did copper etchings and, you know, cookbook covers and all kinds of things. Um, and then I continued to walk. Watercolor was my primary medium, really, for most of my life. And then, of course, when I lost my house to wildfire, I, left, I lost everything I had ever created. And at that moment, I really lost my mojo, too, until my daughter told me, just pick up, you know, I think she handed me a pad one day and some watercolor paints. And she goes, come on, mom, just, just start, you know, dabbling in it again. So that's what kind of got me back into it. But it was a fresh start. There was nothing, you know, left over. So I created a lot of watercolor paintings I did that. I continued to do that. But because I was a musician for so long and I knew how hard it was to make money and that the stigma around being a musician or an artist was that, you know, artists are broke. You can't get you can't make money doing what you love. I never once imagined myself getting paid for my artwork because I thought, <clears throat> Yes, because, power. You know, or the stigma, like you don't get rich until you die. Then you're painting mm-hmm. billions or whatever. So I did leave it. And, and again, through a series of synchronicities, I was brought back to it. Different kinds, acrylic, fluid art, and all these abstracts. And just new stuff has been coming through, pouring through me. And I haven't had classes or anything. I literally just uh, allow spirit to come through me. And so the even more cool thing is that for a while, um, I gave Joe a piece. It was a Pono series that I had done mm-hmm. and I wrote all over the canvas before, before I started the four phrases. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. It was all over the entire canvas. So I started getting the hit that I was supposed to infuse messages. Uh, so I started doing that. I remember I created a piece for Arielle Ford and I always chanted, prayed, you know, brought different things in. And I remember Debbie Ford came through her energy. And I created this beautiful you know, piece for them. So I was like, whoa, something's happening here. Uh. So then I tried to be more intentional about each piece and what the message was behind it. And then I got something called an AO scanner, which actually is it take, you know, it prints your voice, imprints your voice or whatever, your patterns, it helps you with healing health, uh, raising your vibrations, affirmations and all that. So then I would start actually taking pictures of each painting and infusing high vibrations of love you know abundance into them and then this is like over a period of you know like a year or whatever and then all of a sudden i just started painting without any of that and that's when i have had people open up their artwork and they're in tears they're connected it's like this soul thing the woman who just bought magical forest from me said it's like you tapped into my mind and the, the, the place that I go to sit by a stream and you literally painted what I was thinking, you know, they, mm-hmm. and they all say, I feel the energy of it when I open it. So I think there's a point where, again, we get to let go of control. We don't have to have gimmicks and we don't have to have a process. We, we are the conduits of whatever spirit is bringing in. And if we just don't do, right. what well, like if you sing, or if you do art, if you just do whatever your gift is, you don't need all that other stuff. It just comes through you. It's just the divine pouring onto the canvas. It's the
1: That's divine. powerful. You know, the, uh, you sharing that reminds me of a great verse in Proverbs that says, your gift will make room for you and Hello. bring you before kings. Wow. Yes. And so a king could be anybody, you know, great And so Lisa is just letting go of control and allowing the spirit to direct and download to her and being creative. So maybe you're trying to write a book and or or maybe you're trying to come up with a recipe to start a baking business. Just be open knowing that the spirit loves you is trying to download stuff to you but one thing i love that you said uh she had to change her 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 uh, mindset her paradigm around money yeah. i'm i'm doing this and i love it and i'm in joy but she had to know her value and really attach that to her service. That she's rendering to people because it's a service. Uh, uh, my interior decorator said beauty is a vibration and a force. Yes, I love that. And
0: and the thing is, you got to understand, everybody, that the money conversation is difficult for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Joe Vitale, right? So I he has really taught me over the years because of his generosity, his abundance. He also has been teaching me about how money needs to circulate. So many uh-huh. of you like me where my parents said you better save every penny you get because there's not anything else coming in you know and so we're all like this and money's like uh, i, I want to come to you but i can't and so i have finally gotten into this this place of when i want to give someone a gift or i want to do something uh-huh. you know just give, giving it out like i used to give it out with the expectation something would come back and a lot of times it didn't So when Mm -hmm. you don't have any expectation, you give, you give even without even wanting anything back, you just Mm -hmm. can, you have to remember, money has to circulate, it circulates when it goes out, if you don't get in the way, it comes back. So and I've been gifting people with artwork, you know, people who are having babies and friends of mine and things. And so I've been trying to be more generous when somebody buys an expensive painting, I give them gifts. And so it's joyful to do that because they love receiving it. But it also keeps you in that flow of abundance. And so it keeps you out of here. And
1: it does
0: cross the flow.
1: But, you know, my mentor from Africa, I have two mentors. He called me from Africa this morning. I hadn't heard from him in a couple of weeks. And uh, we were just talking and and, uh, he was mentoring me. He's a powerful man. In Africa, he's like over 400 churches, but he he has time for me. How blessed am I? And then I just felt led. I said, uh, I'm getting ready to send you some money, some money, honey, and (laughs) um, to you and your beautiful wife. And like you said, it just came up in me and I gave from a place of abundance. And so once again, that was my download today. I had no idea he was going to call me, but when you give from a place of abundance, like Dr. Joe says that it circulates, I, I didn't even think about, well, I'm going to give this to him and it's going to come back. No, it, it's who I am. Abundance is who I am. And so for anybody in business, sometimes I'm not saying marketing is not good, but man, when you're doing what the spirit tells you to do and you're in your soul's purpose, I mean, stuff can just happen for you.
0: I, was, I love that. That's exactly what I was going to say. I've noticed that sometimes you know, people will come to the house and they'll leave with a painting or people that I don't even know of. They see it, you know, it's like you, it's just you when your vibes are high, you attract the people that are in your tribe to you. And you're right. Marketing is fine. And, you know, we all have to do it to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But I know people who don't market at all. And they have people coming to them in their business from nowhere (laughs) or everywhere, you know, because they're just emitting that vibration and the universe is, you know, bringing it back. So that's a great point.
1: So here you are, joyful. Everybody says if you're watching this, she looked too happy, Constance. Joyful, happy, gratitude and love. So so on those days or mornings when you may walk in your studio and you may not be feeling it, what do you do? And what would you say to somebody else who may have a business and they're like, man, I'm not doing anything with this business today. What keeps you going and, and motivated to to do your art?
0: Well, that's a great question, too, because let's face it, the human experience, we have ups and downs and mm-hmm. wounds and all kinds of things. And and for me, personally, when I have to do tech, I'm all creative. I don't have the you know equal tech and, and creative creativity. Mm-hmm. I'm all creative. Hate tech, shuts me down. So when I do anything technical, and if it takes me a week to do it, I haven't painted because I, it just kills my creative flow. Mm-hmm. So there are days I go in the studio, sometimes weeks where I, and I, I talked about this with my coach, Jess Hughes. And, you know, she always teach is teaching me to honor where I am It's like have mm. those moments. So it's okay to have those times. Sometimes who we are, like I'm a Pisces, and I'm very up and down sensitive and, you know, like, like you, and it's like some days it's just okay to just take a walk you know walk away from it it's going to be there when we get back so we need to honor our space honor and don't push yourself because if you go in and try to do something my thing is is every time I've tried to push a painting through it's like the worst heart most horrible childbirth anybody could ever have right (laughs) disfigured so it's kind of like there's no rush just just leave it and get back to it when you're in a better place And so, you know, and then when I, even sometimes when I don't feel like doing it, but I'm not totally turned off to it, I'll still go in, I'll listen to music, I'll dabble, doodle a little bit, you know, I'll just kind of fool around with it, make some brush strokes. The thing is when you paint, if you mess it up or you don't like it, you can just paint over, it's just paint. And other things people need to know too, is that when you're feeling really low, or if you're angry, depressed, anything very dark. Creativity, even if you think you're not a creative, uh, creative person, everyone has creativity, everybody. And you can even just pick up crayons or anything. And creativity is a really great way to get emotions out. Like when I had neural Lyme and I was really ill, I would create dark paintings that just were angry. You know, I had God, where are you? And angels were, you know, it was like, it was just a storm. But it helped me to express these deep feelings that I didn't have words for. And so, if you're feeling really low, you can even just do that. Let it be an emotional outlet.
1: So, are you surprised about your life? Are you uh, astonished, amazed? Yeah. What mm-hmm. are you?
0: Great question. Well, first of all, me and and Joe Vitale getting together, which is not something I ever, like, I, I saw him in secret, but I never really followed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but it's like, when you think about things that happen sometimes, that's like a one in a billion chance of
1: happening. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm.
0: My life really has been difficult, but because I kept walking and I kept
1: trying I love to there
0: and connect it has started to be filled with so many more, ma- you know, so many more miracles and, and magic. And that's what I do in my paintings. I'm also called to paint magical paintings with high mm-hmm. energy and orbs and, and magic because you know, we're stuffy adults. We've forgotten how to play. We've forgotten how to dream. We've forgotten how to imagine things. And imagination is everything for your business, for your life, for your health, for everything. So, my life is pretty astounding, really. And I'm mm-hmm. so, so grateful, blessed. I actually can't even I can't even grasp what that means because here I am, this, this little girl that grew up and have I've had abuse and rape and all these, you know. I just Mm -hmm. never thought that I always thought that I was, I was living on the dark side. And there was, you know, even though there were always angels there for me, I always felt like I was a loser and I was never going to have anything in life, you know, and then all these amazing things happened and we are all held by God and angels. And Mm -hmm. we all have the possibility of having magic and miracles. Actually, we have them even though we don't see them, you
1: know, so true. Well, you know, I love that verse, God will do exceedingly, abundantly more than we're able to ask, think, or imagine. And, you know, for listeners, I don't know where you are right now or what you might be experiencing, but look at Lisa's life. And and God is no respecter of person, but she has certain universal principles of she has faith. Uh, She kept going forward. Uh, She took action. Uh, She wasn't afraid to move through her fears and try something different. She was able to let go of what she had been doing for 40 years. I would say you stepped into uncertainty uh, that it wasn't easy. But what I hear is just a solid message of just being open to the spirit within us.
0: Absolutely. And again, anything's possible. You have to, you have to believe that because if you hang on to the belief that, you know, life is rigid, solid
1: uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for you.
0: They won't happen for you because that's a mindset that keeps you on the dark side. It really does, and so it you know, does. power. Read a couple of books. I think that's what really popped me in open initially. Some spiritual books, and mm-hmm. like you were talking about Joe Dispenza and, and like you know Bruce Limpton and Greg. Bray- oh
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, when you even when you even just start reading about the reality of the universe or like i was talking about quantum physics you will be mind blown so much that you will start to shift your ways of thinking and that mm-hmm. shift will shift your cells and that shift will move you in a different direction so do something to start moving you out of the dark
1: i love it well you know oh we're going to give people your website info but when i see your pictures online i am moved i'm like oh my god How does she paint that? Oh my goodness! Where did that come from? I'm just in awe. I'm like, how does how does this woman do this? It's not me.
0: I'm just picking up the brush and doing what I'm told to do. That's it. Because it is not me. I like I said, I had no formal training or anything, and I, I don't know. It's it's. I I step back oftentimes and go, holy cow. do
1: that I don't even know so So the person who's thinking about becoming a baker or or you're really great at desserts I want you to listen to this show over and over again or maybe um, you're great at Uh, Like my interior decorator, he can pull some sheets off of your bed and make something. I'm like, how do you do that? But God has given all of us gifts. And if we would just lean into that, tap into them, I believe that we would just create and manifest an amazing life. And Miss Lisa Winston is Exhibit A of that. I love you. Thank you so much. (laughs) So give us your website. How can people see your art? It's so beautiful.
0: Thank you so much. I am in the process of creating some more portfolios and things, but you can get a sense for who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, My website is art.lisaawinston.com. I also want to share with your audience. I have a new free art print. uh, that's out there and it's, it's really cool. Um, and you can go to Lisa Winston Prince.com. It's a free art print, uh, art print offer. Mm-hmm. Um, also you guys, I got to tell your audience to get the one, the reason I became a number one international bestseller for the second time is because I did a collective book with my tribe with 65 authors with tips about how you can be more creative. And Joe actually, Dr. Joe wrote, wrote the forward. It's called the creative life book. It's wow. Amazon. Awesome. You can get it on Kindle, but it's coming out in physical Um, paperback in the next day or two, I think. So, and it's got 75 five-star ratings. Wow. Yeah. So um, check it out. And then I'm on Facebook, Instagram, you can find me everywhere.
1: Okay. So Lisa, what would be uh, uh, just one nugget you would like to leave with people? One lasting word of wisdom. What would that be?
0: I always say this because it's so true. Mm. Life is really short. Love the people you're with. Tell the people that you're with you love them. Honor yourself and do whatever it takes to find out why you're here. You came to this planet for a purpose, not to suffer, not to Mm -hmm. have a horrible life. You came here to shine and other people are waiting for your brilliance. They really are. So do whatever it takes to find out why you're here and do what it is you are supposed to do. It will change your life and it will change the life of other people as well.
1: You're a powerful woman, phenomenal, awesome. Uh, Just so great to know you guys. Go to her website and and take advantage of these these wonderful goodies uh, and free offers that she is sharing with us. Lisa Winston, you are a gift to the world. Everybody share this podcast this show with somebody that you know share it on your timeline Uh, share and copy the link and Lisa thank you so much and everybody as I say every week make a decision to create and live your best life this week so everybody have a great week
0: thank you for listening to think believe and manifest Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.